The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio, out on the web at linewsradio.com. I'm your host, Bob Vecchio. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. This week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome back the Hampton Bay School District and a very unique community partnership that helps with workforce development and serves a need for the community in which the school district serves. And it was really kind of an adult learning program. So we're talking about adult learning and adult partnerships, but really a very, very unique program that I think should be replicated all over the place because almost every industry out there is in need of workforce development and workers, more importantly. Uh, but here to tell us about the program that was started out in Hampton Bays, we like to welcome Miss Jamie Meyer, high school teacher and who is a facilitator for this program. Miss Meyer, welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Happy New Year. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, as a high school teacher, before we get into the adult ed program, you know, we we are, you know, I think pathway back to normalcy is the best way to describe it from your perspective as a high school teacher. Uh, how has your school year been going, especially compared to the last few? Um, it's really nice to kind of be back to normal, having all the kids in class, um, not having to worry about those social distancing guidelines and um, wearing a mask. And it's funny, like you see some kids in the hallway and it's like, oh, my goodness, like that's what you look like without a mask on. <laughs> you know, you had them all year, but you really didn't know what was under there. So it's definitely been really nice. It's more personable now just to have everything back to normal. Great. So. Tell us about this unique program that Hampton Bays was involved in uh, that I'm sure a lot of folks are going to be scratching their heads at the end of the program going, wow, that's a really great idea. Yeah. So it was definitely a really interesting and unique program. Um, we branched out into the community. So we're used to educating children. And this time we decided let's you know, bring the education out into our community in the adult world. And since Long Island is such a fascinating place with so many hospitality opportunities, we figured why not, you know, bring some workplace skills to our community. So we offered a um, five-week program, 10 classes. Um, we opened it to, um, I think, 51 participants were the final number, the average number that we got. Um, and they range in all ages from, I think, 19 was our youngest to I want to say 72 was our oldest. So we had a real wide range of experience, which made the class just fascinating. So for the first hour, um, I would speak. I would go through some sort of lesson on hospitality, workplace skills, um, a little bit of history, um, different opportunities on Long Island. And then we brought in a guest speaker, someone who was... Um, uh, like had a lot of experience in whatever the topic of the night was. So, for example, we had a night on, you know, touring Long Island and we had someone from Discover Long Island come in and they did the second half and kind of brought in that um, that expertise. They were offered dinner. We provided babysitting services and then we um, culminated with a job fair. They had resumes that we helped them prepare. Um, and it was just really, really great. It was a wonderful experience. So I've got to ask you, as a recently recovering and former school board member, yes, how were you able to do this? And, and from a budgetary standpoint, how did the finances of this program work? 
Uh, fortunately, we got a grant from Suffolk County that helped us fund this program. So we were able to bring in food each week, give dinner. Um, you know, if, if people, you know, pre were prevented from doing something like this because of uh, babysitting issues, we were able to provide that as well. We had our um, very own in-house students who are in an early childhood education program training to become future students, working with the young children, doing homework, playing games. So it was great. So the program costs the district nothing, partners with the community, offers opportunity for students who are interested in getting into childcare. I mean, you are connecting all <laughs> the dots here. Uh, and speaking of connecting dots, we like to welcome Mr. Eric Ferraro, who is the executive director of Community Partnerships, speaking of connecting dots. Uh, Eric, you know, I'm, I'm just salivating to learn some more but from your perspective your role involved in this program and how did you connect those community partnership dots if you will sure hi bob um so this really started i think three almost three years ago to the day um lars clementson and i uh, the superintendent took our first meeting at community place we took a tour of really a, a building in ruins um on january 10th 2020 right before covid uh, we started cooking up this idea it'd be great to have some sort of um, adult education academy. We know we have a real drive on the East End for hospitality. We have a real demand. We're, we're a seasonal community. Um, people come from all over the world to, to visit our beaches, our restaurants, our, our establishments, our hotels. Um, and we knew the new place was already um, in motion in this multi-year construction project. Uh, so, you know, we started speaking with, with uh, representatives from them. And we know that we can educate students, right? We know that we know that um, during the day we have a culinary arts program. Uh, we have another child education program. We know how to do these things during the day. We have the facility. Uh, it'd be great once we once the final bell rings. Now, or kids leave, we can carry that over into the evening hours where adults may want to either enter an industry or level up within that industry. So um, we started poking around. We we, we uh, contacted Suffolk County Department of Labor. And um, we received a grant of $55,000. So it was, it was a seed fund to basically fund this program to, to, and we wanted to have no barriers, as Jamie said. We wanted parents who were working parents who we knew they had child care issues. We knew they had to get dinner on the table. We knew they may not even speak English. So we cut all those barriers down by um, offering child care through our child education program, offering dinner, and even offering live translation services as these, as these um, workshops took place. You know, Jamie would be instructing or, or a guest speaker would be uh, addressing addressing the room. And we had live in-person translation through headsets. Um, so very discreetly, people were listening and learning in, in a language that was comfortable for them. You, you've you covered all uh, live translation services. I mean, you know, I envision the UN with the headsets. Yeah, and exactly. I, that, that, I mean, to even have that thought process to say, because, again, we, we know you have a huge ELL population out there in Hampton Bays. And again, this almost ties into community economic development, right? So this is the school is, being yeah. a true com community partner, recognizing that not only do you need to educate the students, you need to build up the community economic development within your own community with the adult population. That yeah. That is fascinating. And, and you know, you said three years ago you came up with this idea and then you just started, you know, you go to the county and then there's a grant. Talk yeah, to us about yeah. Talk to us about your outreach to the business community because this is a foreign concept. I'm, I'm sure you might have sure. gotten a few eyebrows raised when you started approaching folks. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then you have to remember that we had this you know this elephant in the room of the COVID that shut everything down, especially the hospitality industries, right? So yeah. um, we had a. I mean, even in the planning stages, we had a 
really pivot on when we were going to roll this out because we knew that um, the hospitality industry uh, in in our district is, is huge in the summer, right? We wanted to make sure to have this early enough um, in, you know, this time of year, basically when company businesses are starting to do their hiring process, we wanted to have time to have all the sessions then to let the, let all the um, businesses hire the people, you know? So um, that was really, was really in, in, interested in our planning. Um, so the outreach was, you know, we, we have a longstanding relationship with a lot, a lot of our local businesses, our restaurants. Like I said, we have a culinary program in, in school for, for college credit. Um, that students can take. We now have a hospitality uh, and uh, introduction to hospitality and tourism program that's accredited through St. Joe's University um, for high school students also. So we already have an established relationship and and working with these with these businesses, um, we've had them in. And one thing we're constantly hearing is that they they can't find people, right? They're bringing in people from all over the world, literally, to come and work for them and they're providing lodging and all these other things. So if we could find a way to, you know, we have the workforce here. We have kids in our programs that are interested um, and the Recklers have been really gracious with, with some scholarships for us um, through culinary and through um, hospitality. But we know that outside of the kids, there are other people that want these jobs that are right in our backyard. So why why fly people from all over the world if they're here and they're willing to work? We just need to help train them. As a matter of fact, and I, and I heard you and Lars Clemenson, the superintendent of schools for Hampton Bays, uh, who who is a fantastic guy, by the way, um, you guys ran such a successful program. You actually lost one of your employees. Tell us that story. Uh, yes. One of our, one of our employees in the elementary school um, went through the Academy and unfortunately uh, notified us that she was moving on to uh, bigger and better things that can be placed in where she took a, took a, a pretty decent job. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe we shot us up in the foot a little bit, but it's all for the good of, you know, um, a, a rising tide of soul ships. Right. Well, you're you're a very very optimistic, very kind man. I I would have been like, wait, I create this program, and now they're poaching my own employees. Wait, wait, yeah. now now I need a workforce development program to fill my vacancies. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamie, as as a facilitator and a high school teacher, you know, you're used to teaching kids all day and, and facilitating this program. Talk to us about the differences that you had to kind of pivot on for for this program. So what's really funny here is that initially we planned on it taking place in the auditorium and it being more of like a lecture style for adults. And what was funny is that we ended up hosting it, you know, the same way we like teach students. We had it in the cafeteria. We had activities, a lot of hands-on materials. We, it was funny because we found that the adults really like to learn the same way that the students do. So so it wasn't very different is what you're telling me. We're speaking yeah. with the folks from the Hampton Bay School District about a unique program, an adult learning program to help support the hospitality industry out on the East End where they're located. And when we come back from the break, we're going to speak with one of the folks from the Canoe Place Inn. And listen, very, very famous place out there for many, many years. So we're going to be excited to hear their perspective about how this program is benefiting their efforts out on the East End. You listen, it's Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. We'll be right back after this. like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools and 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. 
Once again, Spotlight on Long Island Schools brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Check out our Facebook page, Spotlight on Long Island Schools. That's your place to suggest a program, club, or activity that your school district is involved in, and they may be the next one right here in our spotlight. Well, it's Hampton Bays in our spotlight and an adult ed learning program to help support East End industry right there in their own backyard. And, you know, Hampton Bays did something very unique and and they did it so well that they lost one of their own employees uh, to the process. And Eric Ferraro, I want to talk a bit, a little bit about the business connection and relationship that you made with the canoe place. And again, you know, we talk about the logistics of setting up the learning program in the school and, and the expectations of what you had hoped to accomplish. There had to be a lot of coordination and alignment with the businesses that you were targeting. Yeah, absolutely. As I said earlier, we, we, we have a very strong relationship with all the local businesses, but um, we saw Canoe Place in it as a real opportunity um, because it is, uh, you know, we've seen it, we've seen it uh, develop from the construction phase up till now it's opening and it's, and it's, it's, it's glory. Um, it is a, it is definitely a world, a world-class destination. Um, I think it's, I, I know it's, it's, it's still opening, but it's going to be, I think this summer it's going to be explosive there. I really do. Um, I think clients from all over the world are, are going to flock there. And it's, it's so nice to have a partnership with, with the organization that wants to embrace the community. You know, they want to be a year, a year round destination, not just the seasonal destination. Um, they want to bring the community in and they want to envelop themselves as part of the community. So um, it's just, it's just been a, really a no brainer for us because, and you know, every opportunity, every, every time we have an idea, and we go to them or they come to us, you know, it's, it's very amicable. You know, we, we both say yes and, you know, we're on our way. So. Awesome. Well, we want to welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, the managing director for the Canoe Place Inn. Uh, Michael, welcome aboard here. Happy New Year. Uh, first, give our folks a little bit of a background about the Canoe Place Inn and what your plans are going forward. And, and you know, Again, you made huge investments, and and again, to partner up with the Hampton Bay School District is probably going to help you out. But talk to us about the Canoe Place Inn and and sell us on why people are going to want to come back. Thank you very much for having me. Um, first and foremost, understand that the Canoe Place Inn was purchased, I think, uh, 18 years ago by Mitchell and Greg Reckler. Um, and the Recklers are the preeminent developers here on Long Island, and um they are Long Islanders. So when they purchased it, uh, they uh, actually, truth be told, they purchased it to tear it down. But uh, the community was so strong and the nostalgia was so strong for the inn over the period of time. They said, you know what, let's listen to the community and let's save that inn and bring it back to its glory of what it actually was. Uh, it's always been a gathering place. It's always been essential for uh, gathering of both politicians and, and the spoken word and music and joy and sharing experiences. And what is hospitality but doing something for others and doing something that's even more than they expected to be done for them. So on that hard hat tour that we had, uh, I guess, three years ago with Lars and Eric, um, we started to chat about what, how we could actually reach out and build from within. It's very, very important for hospitality to uh, have uh, be, be conducted by, by those that really care. You can teach services. You can't teach hospitality. It's very, very difficult. However, it's a very noble profession. 
always been a noble profession. And it's one of the few professions that you can start in, a, in, a, in an establishment like ours, in a destination like ours, carrying the bags or, or servicing uh, in the kitchen and end up being the general manager. Because again, hospitality comes from the heart. Yeah, you can't you can't fake caring, Michael. That's what I always say. And and there are certain industries or certain career paths where caring is ninety percent of it. I mean, most most are, but your industry, you can tell when somebody is just kind of pushing the buttons and they're checked in, but they're checked out. But you could always go and find the people that are going the extra mile to give that extra service to want people to come back and say, well, I'm going to go back to Canoe Place Inn because, you know, that person that, you know, helped us set up our restaurant uh, reservations or whatever it is, or the waiter staff or the person at the front desk, that's, that's what it is. Um, you know, listen, on the East End, your industry is a huge industry. It's a huge economic driver. So talk to us about the benefits that you're seeing from this program and this partnership with Hampton uh, Bays. Absolutely. And by the way, if you, Without Lars Clemenson and and Eric and Jamie, they, they uh, approach uh, uh, academics and learning uh, in the same way from their heart. They do it uh, because um, they know they can make a difference. So the idea here is this: this academy can make a huge difference to the to the community. And as everyone has spoken, we took all the barriers away. Uh, from from uh, participating. So we uh, were so overjoyed by the reception that we got and um, how Lars and, and his team with Eric and, and Jamie handled everything that we believe that <clears throat> as time goes on, we can continue to build a constituency of, of individuals that are introduced to hospitality that never even knew all of the different career paths you can achieve in hospitality. It can go all the way from technical to service to food prep to to legal to accounting. It's all hospitality. Yeah. I mean, uh, accounting is a, is a big part of it on the back end, right? You know, you, you, you have all these expenses, you got all this income coming in. Somebody's got to make sure that there's enough cash to turn on the lights every day. So it's not just like you said, certain areas that most people think of right away. And again, uh, you could get experience in all those categories and move up and become managing director one day like yourself. So Michael, uh, say, say what you want to say to Hampton Bays and the folks and the job that they've done uh, to help launch the dream that the Recklers had as far as preserving what the canoe place in was and what it is now. Um, you know, if, if you had an opportunity to thank the superintendent of schools, what would you say to him? <laughs> I thank the superintendent of schools every day. Uh, and to be perfectly honest, let me just give you one little uh, piece, a little anecdote. We we launched a program called OR. You know, of course, Canoe Place in OR. Well, OR stands for Only Area Residents Society. So we were we uh, we were established in 1697. That's a longer story. But <laughs> with the OR uh, Society, you actually are part of a group that gets 16.97% discount all year long on uh, your food at the Canoe Place Inn and other amenities at the Canoe Place Inn. We launched it uh, in a very short time. We're about a thousand people. Wow. That, that, have, that have in the community that have said, you know what? We want to be part of an or community, a community that is only area residents. And that speaks uh, 
magnitudes for the impact that both uh, uh, the school district, the community, how people respond. And that's how we felt about the academy also. We, we, we launched it and we couldn't take another body. And we, we maxed out to the people and they all graduated and uh, it was a tremendous success. And we we're going to do it again this year and next year and the year after. And we hope to uh, continue with what Lars, uh, Eric, and Jamie have, have, have created. A great successful public-private partnership right here with adult ed learning, an economic development engine for its community, and as Michael just described too, a great opportunity for year-round residents to take advantage of the opportunities that are being offered right in their own backyard. Eric, what is next for Hampton Bays and this program? Uh, great question, Bob. Very timely, in fact. Um, uh, as Michael just alluded to, just yesterday we were notified that uh, Hampton Bay's Hospitality Academy has um, has uh, renewed our our grant um, this year for this coming year. So we're gonna we intend to run the Hospitality Academy again uh, for you know for for this coming year. So sometime between now, basically, and, and we don't have a start date yet. We just we notified that yesterday. But um, if you are interested, if your listeners are interested, if they uh, follow hbschools.us. There will be a link there to sign up for the Hospitality Academy. It's open to anyone in Suffolk County, um, 18 or over. It's a great program. Like I said, you know, dinner's provided. We provide technology for you also, um, laptops and everything. And, and resume writing is in-house. It's, you know, we, we, there are no barriers. There are no excuses. If you want to enter into this industry or you want to level up in this industry, come to us and we will help you. All right. So Pathways to Careers happening out at Hampton Bay's School District for Adults. If you live in Suffolk County, trips out to Hampton Bays for this academy, and you too could be working at great establishments like the Canoe Place. And Jamie, in our last few seconds here, what are you looking forward to the most with the program this coming year? Um, We made a lot of great relationships with our students. Um, I'm looking forward to working with more people that have the same passion that I do, Um, working with all the communities, the people that you get to meet, um, all the different businesses that come in. It's, um, I learned something, you know, we all learn something and just, you know, the people that you get to meet and build relationships with, it's just, it's something special. It's fantastic. And we hats off to the Hampton Bay's community, school district and business community for a very unique partnership that's going to pay dividends for a long time. We thank you for joining us on Spotlight on Long Island Schools. Tune in each and every week to hear about some amazing programs and activities that our school districts are involved in, like this unique program that Hampton Bay's has. We want to thank the Canoe Place Inn for their partnership and describing the opportunities out there. And hey, get out there and check it out. You've been listening to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.